Well, hello there. And how are you today? Niao, Niama, Jundobre, Josan, Buenas, Tades, Coma Esta. Well, top of the day to you. And how are you? I'm your host, Lomi Jacobs, and a warm, friendly, super delighted, and hearty hello and welcome once again. It's Thursday, and you are tuning in and listening to Into the Gardens podcast. Yes, wherever you are in the four corners of the world, it's your and my time where we once again meet, sit down, relax, connect, reflect in the very heart and soul of this beautiful, peaceful Queen Garden. A time once again where we walk with the Lord, talk to the Lord, adhere to the instruction of the Lord, listen to the word of the Lord through the many genres given to you and me by the Lord. To wait patiently on the Lord, then move under divine instruction by the Lord. So come one, come all, and gather round to be seated at the table of the Lord. Where hearts are mended, lives restored, you'll never leave the same and cannot be ignored. When the heart of the garden, you and I, we are precious, and we implore to be raised up like never before. So whatever it is that you're doing, drop it all down, put your bike down, drop your sword, and soul sister prayer warrior, join me in that ethereal presence, that omnipotent presence, that presence that eludes you, excites you, captivates you, encapsulates you, and says, I am here for you. Join me on into the garden with a special guest surprising you and me my lineup for you today is one of a unique blend and kind with special guest Rochelle Stier as she speaks to you and me of what God has laid on her heart and mind, as well as a soul story titled Through It All I Persevered and a moral story, Gift from a Carpenter, which touches on persevering and glimpses into what's new heading for you and me pretty soon. Gosh, I tell you, it's all about you, for you and to resonate with you but most of all to impact you and to remind you that you are special, you are unique, you are a daughter of the most high and precious in his sight. Yes, into the garden has been quiet for a while, for indeed it's a time of healing, a time of reflecting, a time of going deep within, a time of laying your requests down at the very feet of him. A time of being in the presence of the Lord and being thankful for another day, another hour, another moment spent in the very presence of the Lord. So I thank you for your messages and wondering where I am, but into the garden, thanks be to God, is here and becoming well prepared. So stay tuned, stay connected, for there's more right up and on your door.
all together with you and me. Please welcome my guest, Rochelle Steer. By now you are all familiar, but nonetheless, gosh how she has grown. Today, my soul sister is spending time with you and me in the very garden and touches on Esther, of which there are two parts. So, make yourself at home in the company of Into the Garden with part one. Her title is You Were Born for Such a Time as This. So ladies and gentlemen, young or old, without any further ado, join us with a refreshing cup of tea under a spring of living water, she say, as we allow the world to penetrate through food for thought in your reality up next with my guest, soul sister, Rochelle I don't know where you find yourself today. Are you vesty? We still queen at the time. Use wisdom at all times. Nobody wants to be replaced. Your leadership can be taken away from you at any given time. What example are you for those that look up to you? Or are you Esther, the replacement? Or should I say God's replacement? You have a task and I believe that if God sends you to a place, He has already prepared the way for you as He did for Esther. The only thing is, how do you handle your assignment? Do you do it with groaning or with obedience to the guidance of the Holy Spirit? Remember, if God is for you, who can be against you? There will always be more for you than it against you. God has you on his heart for a task. Are you up for it? Are you willing to be used by our Lord God Almighty. I hope that in this first part of Easter that you will blessed and you have something to think about. God bless. Amen. The king immediately sent out a decree after he made his decision now to remove Vashti. To gather all the virgins and have them brought to the palace. Enter Esther. God has already set her apart, I believe. He is ready because, you know, we serve a God that sees around the corner. He sees around the bend. He knows what's going to happen tomorrow. She must have been so distressed because of what was transpiring. Put yourself in her shoes for a minute. Here you are, minding your own business. And I believe, as a young girl, I believe she was very young at the time. Most probably daydreaming. Um, you can grab by um, soldiers and taken against your will. I believe because of God's grace and plan upon her life and her character and beauty, she caught the eye of Higai. Higai was the keeper in charge of the women um, that had to be purified for to come before the king. He was the one in charge of the ladies. Uh, she was treated with kindness, the Bible says. And received much favor. Everything that she received, um, 
came to her with speed. She did not have to wait. It came to her. She was pampered. Imagine you being taken hostage and you are, instead of being ill-treated, you are being looked after and cared for in every which way you can dream of. As we see in Esther 2 verse 12, she received purification for six months. It was given whatever our desire is. That is what God wants to give us. Our heart's desire, whatever we want, He wants to give that to us. Where do you find yourself? Where do you find yourself today? Are you in the enemy's camp? Are you being pampered and cared for? Do you have all the favor where others don't? Remember, we have favor because of God's grace upon our lives. God places us at certain places for a reason. So, I can only admonish you, stop your moaning and your groaning and find out from God our Father what your purpose is for being at the place you are. You have to make a difference in your environment, in the surrounding, the people that is around you. You need to stand out. You know, people look at you and they need to see God. They need to see God's hand upon your life. You sometimes don't even have to speak, say anything. Your actions should speak. We do know that Esther was there for a reason. God had to save his people. And yes, Esther was chosen for such a time. But let's not get ahead of time. As, <coughs> excuse me, as per Mordecai, her uncle, she had to disguise herself. Nobody knew that she was a Jew. As we know, she was taken before the king and did as the keeper advised her to do. And as we see later when she, became, when she came before the king, that he loved her and she became the next queen. How are you with instruction? Do you listen as the Holy Spirit guides you? At, at the time, Esther received instruction and counsel from her uncle Mordecai as well. As, as he stood in for her dad, because her parents passed away, he was a father that raised her. While Mordecai, as always was at the gate, he saw and heard all that went on. He happened to have heard a plot to kill the king. I believe in doing, in so doing, Mordecai received the king's favor, which was beneficial to the future safety of the Jews. Are you a watchman on the wall? Or in the gate? Are you at the place where God allows you to see what is going on? Don't neglect your calling. Sound the alarm when need be. Are you at a place where you can warn of oncoming danger? As an intercessor, you are on the front line. Has God given you a word of warning that need to be released? I don't know where you find yourself today. Are you Vasti? We're still queen at the time. Use wisdom at all times. Nobody wants to be replaced. Your leadership can be taken away from you at any given time. What example are you for those that look up to you? Or are you Esther, the replacement? Or should I say God's replacement? You have a task and I believe that if God sends you to a place... He has already prepared the way for you, as he did for Esther. The only thing is, how do you handle your assignment? 
Do you do it with groaning or with obedience to the guidance of the Holy Spirit? Remember, if God is for you, who can be against you? There will always be more for you than it against you. God has you on his heart for a task. Are you up for it? Are you willing to be used by our Lord God Almighty? I hope that in this first part of Esther that you will be blessed and you have something to think about. God bless. Amen. is the soul story. Through it all I persevered. And the inscription reads as follows. To be guided by the Holy Spirit, not by ego, of which at times you and I stoop. Through it all I persevered. Well, we made it through Monday, another day, another week, another month, another year, thanks be to God. With a picturesque postcard view of note, I delight myself in the evidence of things seen and unseen. Kind of like my walk in the forest, if you know what I mean, filled with awe filled with delight, clean, fresh, air streams of crisp water flowing with tantalizing gifts coming to you and me from somewhere, but only from him looking down on you and me from up there. This is nature at its best starry skies, shooting stars, luminous clouds in all shapes and sizes, cascades of water showering you and me, if you know what I mean. Birds big and small, the Lord God made them all. Blades of grass, thin or minute, but ever kissed, ever present from heaven and covered with love and oh so cute. A time of relaxation, well deserved rest, rejuvenating your senses with sight, taste and aromatic smells and bliss. Imagine that which drives your taste buds wild and at its best. Now and then, one needs to hide out in nature to be attuned to sounds of the wild. Peace and tranquility it offers so you and I can be astound, mellow and mild. So, no matter what this year holds or the last couple of months has in store for you and me, Take a deep breath, exhale and thank God for new opportunities, humble beginnings, uncharted escapes, uncharted territories to wish you and yours on your merry way you say. 
say yourself as Paul, who shares with you a maze so beautifully. When he describes perseverance, imagine that in a lingo you and I can understand as being steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as he knows that your labour is not in vain in the Lord, unshakable, unwavering, to be equipped and to be used by the Lord. For with God, through God and in God, nothing is impossible. For I am possible, you possible. So as this year soon comes to a close, draw strength, draw courage, draw from the well of imminent grace and God's refreshing, flourishing mercy. For through perseverance, know and know, no matter what, I did it, you did it, together we did it, went through it, recognised it, stood firm in it, prayed us out of it, persevered it, and held on to him who was able to solve it and keep you and I from falling into the enemy's traps with it. So as I give reference to him who holds my hand, guides me, abides in you and me when I feel in courage. Discouraged to never give up, but to stand, to never give in, but to press on, press forward and persevere until your breakthrough comes, even until dawn, and you're guided by the Holy Spirit, and not led by ego, nor battles of the mind waging within, and looking, oh, so downtrodden and Fall on. Wake up. Get up. Dress up. Look up. Thank up. Be ever present up. Praise God for continuing to guide your steps, not to fall into the enemy's snares up. For after all, you have persevered to receive a blessing so large that you cannot contain it up. And so it is, so shall it be. And this was written by Under the Moonlight Shasti, the 20th of September 2019. Persevere. Press on, press in, and look to him, be steadfast. And thank him, for he is the one who brings you out 
of your wilderness. Of your uncertainty. Of your ever agonizing the situation you say. Trust in him who holds your hand, who has the key to open up doors that you never thought would be possible in your and my time of need. For this year, you and I, through it all, we have and will continue to persevere. is the soul story a carpenter's gift and this story is about perseverance for you are here today at the right time at the right place the opportune time given to you and me once upon a time two brothers who lived on adjoining farms fell into conflict. It was the first serious rift in 40 years of farming side by side, sharing machinery and trading labour and goods as needed without a hitch. Then the long collaboration fell apart. It began with a small misunderstanding and it grew into a major difference and finally it exploded into an exchange of bitter words followed by weeks of silence. One morning there was a knock on John's door. He opened it to find a man with a carpenter's toolbox. I'm looking for a few days work he said. Perhaps you would have a few small jobs here and there. Could I help you? Yes, said the older brother. I do have a job for you. Look across the creek at that farm. That's my neighbour. In fact, it's my younger brother. Last week there was a meadow between us and he took his bulldozer to the river Livy and now there is a creek between us. Well, he may have done this to spite me, but I'll go him one better, you say. See that pile of lumber curing by the barn? I want you to build me a fence, an eight-foot fence, so I won't need to see his place anymore. Cool him down, anyhow. The carpenter said, I think I understand the situation. Show me the nails and the post hole digger and I'll be able to do a job that pleases you. 
The older brother had to go to town for supplies, so he helped the carpenter get the materials ready and then he was off for the day. The carpenter worked hard all that day, measuring, sawing, nailing. About sunset, when the farmer returned, the carpenter had just finished his job. The farmer's eyes opened wide. His jaw dropped. There was no fence there at all. It was a bridge. A bridge stretching from one side of the creek to the other. A fine piece of work, handrails and all, and the neighbour, his younger brother, was coming across his hand outstretched. You are quite a fellow to build this bridge after all I've said and done. The two brothers stood at each end of the bridge, and then they met in the middle, taking each other's hand. They turned to see the carpenter hoist his toolbox on his shoulder. No, wait! Stay a few days. I have a lot of other projects for you, said the older brother. I'd love to stay on, the carpenter said, but I have many more bridges to build. And this is from an author I know. Well, you already know who the carpenter is, isn't it? For Jesus is that carpenter, if you know what I mean. Jesus is the fixer builder, relationship builder that come between you and me. If you know what I mean. To establish a good rapport To feel your heart's content, your basket with a ray of giftings, talents, surprises, mountain-gearing faith, unwavering, unshakable, unstoppable, mesmerizing. This is the beauty of moral stories, that for a youngster, he or she can grasp, can learn, can work on, you say. For you, I have the right place. The opportune time connecting you and me through the many ways through music cup of encouragement on coffee time or words of encouragement and soul poetry soul stories Relating to you and me. Food for thought in your reality. 
Isn't that simply beautiful? Where stories comes to you free, soulful, delightful, inspiring, insightful, powerful to meet you, to speak to you, to your inner core in the very heart of the garden. in that garden of serenity in that garden of thanksgiving where you and I look up and implore I've come to the end of my segment today but before I close allow me to say watch this space for what's new God's about to do things stir things up and add someone new she will be working from behind for like me she is a behind the scenes person if you know what i mean so leading up to that day i will be reminding you time and time again of latest developments and who's who believe you me i had no idea how into the garden will be growing and so fast i tell you well, right there is sisterhood coming together to work in God's kingdom like the many women of old in the Bible. Yes. I hope you, the hearer, the listener out there, have left feeling inspired, motivated, encouraged with a ray of hope, a breath of fresh air, a bundle of joy that on the wings of love, God will enwrap you, enfold you, knowing you, seeking him, his face, so he's out there. Thank you for embracing my guest soul, sister and dear friend, Rochelle Steele, with her part one of Esther. I don't know about you, but I sure am looking forward to part two. Food for thought in your reality, coming to you Thursdays, into your humble abodes, into your offices, or wherever you are bound. Into the garden where teachings of astronomical heights comes to you and me through solstices, local and international, from around the world, you see. Thank you for sharing the podcast, this segment with neighbours, friends, work colleagues, sister groups, women organisations on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. For you will be amazed what a group of unknown soul sisters can do when they give their all to God in honour and in praise. Into the garden, thanks to you, appreciate you, but most of all, says, thank you for sharing the love. To the many out there feeling perhaps ignored and in their very own cave, remember take care and take it to the Lord in prayer, for he wants to help you and doesn't like to feel left out or ignored. Yes, each one of us have a story, but God can accelerate you and take you from glory to glory, from test to testimony, from reaction to an action. So... If there's anyone out there celebrating a birthday to you, happy birthday to you. Perhaps an anniversary. Happy anniversary to you too. And may God continue to knit you together like only he can do. Well, during this time of COVID-19, I'm sure you have received good news of whatever 
the kind. And to you, to the many of you out there, congratulations to you. But now for the good news. My book, You Don't Know the Cast of My Alabaster Box, has been printed and is available from the admin staff of Unlimited Ministries Archery, as well as Prophet Keith Van Wayne's book, Cave of Obscurity, Hidden to Bear Revealed. Both is a must read. Then we have to those looking for music. So do your part and support local talent, local artists. Yes, as both books are on sale at a low cost of 200 rand. And once again, a huge thank you to you for supporting our artists locally and internationally too. To the many frontline workers, home-based carers, we applaud and salute to you too. Those who have loved ones, lost loved ones during this time, into the garden sends our deep and sincere condolences to you. As I said earlier, to those wishing to purchase music, we have our very own Sasha Lay Dodgens album, The Rhythm of the World, available on all music streaming platforms. You can purchase the hard copy at 100 rand or a digital copy from bandcamp.com at 85 rand. So from me, Salome Jacobs, the author of You Don't Know, The Cast of My Alabasta Box, and the mom with many hats signing off, as well as the founder of Into the Garden. So goodbye and thank you. Sashine, grazie. Kamsa, hiao. Sayonara, disfidinia. Adios, dovizinia. Orva, farvel. Adios, kunigule. Adia, mai aslamati. Gavasti, lakon, taishian, salamatingal. Avedesain, arrivederci. Anion Spasiba Harvard Remember there's no pit so deep that God's love is not deeper still and this comes from Corey Temple. Of course your work may be messy, perhaps loud, flamboyant or fabulous. All of that is a okay. Because what's required is that you and I we show up with our whole self, especially all the parts that you and I are not so proud of. Well, into the garden. This Thursday is just for you. Thank you for joining me once again with my guest, Michelle Steele from Unlimited Ministries, Otterey. Take care. Until the next time we meet again in the very heart of the garden.
This song says we give you the highest praise. Let us begin to come into this brand new year with praises of God in our mouth. I want you to begin to praise God for all the victories. Praise God for all the salvation. Praise God for all the plans that the Lord has for us. The Bible says in Psalm 65 that the Lord crowns our year with goodness. He calls our paths to drip with abundance. So let's take this prophetic word and let's lift up our hands. And even before we see much breakthrough, let's begin to declare it prophetically right now. Let's begin to declare it over our lives, over our family, over our health, over our church, over our business, over our cell groups. That's right. Come on, 10 a.m. Sunday morning service. Let's begin to lift up our voice. Let's begin to fill this room with the sound of prophecy. Release your prayer language right now. Let it come forth like a mighty rushing river. Today, I need you more. 
making your prayer this morning. on a Sunday morning loudly. Amen. Come on, give Jesus a big round of applause once again. Hallelujah. Amen, 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 amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. 